back at it. Back at it. I was too late. But you get the vibes. I'ma make a wish. I'm feeling I want good. You to make one. And I'm ready to go. Nah, don't tell me yet. It's on. We'll talk about that later. Let me song play out a little DJ. bit. I'm gonna play. I creep on the late night, I stay on the missions. Got all type of different bitches. Yes, it's pussy. Bitch. All type of them. Like not one, not, not two, not three. Six rings, Jordan Pippen. Yes, sir. We are back. Welcome like, back, everybody. It's like one of those songs where I like really want another words, but I. I don't actually know the words. It's one of the best so. songs ever made. Every time I hear the song, I think about the vibes of summer's past. The song was Wishing, and it's amazing. Wishing that I was your nigga. Fire. I remember, I remember when it, it was in the summertime because we were kicking it with Brandon and Brittany. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we sure were. It was like one of them random nights when we just we went sure bar were. hopping we like sure all were. night long. <laughs> Man, listen, the song never gets old. Like the, the song only gets better as it goes on. And the remix, even better. Because it got the boy. Yeah. Got Trey Songs on the remix. Uh, if y'all didn't know, I'm a huge Trey Songs fan. And it's nothing wrong with being a huge Trey Songs fan. That's me. Anyway, the people on YouTube didn't even hear the song. Welcome back. Oh, really? Nah, they need <laughs> copyright issues. So, oh, okay. If you're on YouTube and you're watching or listening to this on YouTube, and if you're ever wondering, like, what are they talking about in the beginning of the episode, slide on over to your favorite podcast, DSP, and check us out. But then bring your ass right back on over to YouTube when you hear, like, the first, I'm going to say 30 seconds, and you'll be all right. Just miss 30 seconds. But anyway, welcome back, everybody. This is She. And I, I am your host, B-Love. And like always, I have my very special host with me. India Marie. India Marie and B-Love, the husband and wife duo you didn't know you need, but... You got us and we are here to stay. This is the best thing to happen on a Tuesday. Watch me get it right. Since Monday. Give it up one time. I knew you was gonna say Wednesday. Oh, why did you why why like why why were you just feeling Wednesday all of a sudden? I don't know. I think I was ready for it to be Wednesday. Every time I said Wednesday when I was messing up, I really believe in my heart of hearts, I was ready for it to be Wednesday. So that's all it was. Like I said, I'm trying to speed things up during the week. India, speaking of weeks, mm-hmm. how was your week? Um, it was okay. Damn. A little stressful. Stressed out. A little slow. It was slow. Let me tell you. Um, can I jump in? Go ahead. Honestly, okay. So this is coming off the week of the snowstorm. Oh, so we ain't even do nothing. Like so, what you mean? I guess. I, I guess. Well. It was snowing. It was well. I guess I was just. It was a lot. Like once it got towards the weekend. Right. But anyways. On. Last week literally felt like quarantine 2.0. Hey, and like um, it felt like we went back into like a legit <laughs> lockdown. quarantine lockdown. And I wasn't Word. mad at it. I really wasn't mad at it, but that's just kind of what it felt like. It was like, oh wow, we really can't go anywhere. <laughs> I have the Maybach Mustang, and I'm not finna drive the Mustang in the snow. So I was in the house, cuddle up with hope. I'm just playing. I was in the house, chilling. And it was cold outside, so you know, like, this is what we got to do sometimes. So you got to 
How many snow babies you think there were? Snow babies. Definitely a lot of snow babies. Gonna give them to you, snow babies. We can't even join in on the snow baby fun because, chill, I'm, chill. you know, no, it's that time of the month. No so. red lights for your boy. Yes, um, sir. Ain't no red light running for me. I stop. But I am happy that the snow is melted and gone because, good Lord, our yeah. house is very cold in the wintertime. Goodness gracious, And man. the way they built this house. So we'll tell everybody if you're out there not, looking. I was gonna say it's just not conducive to cold weather. Well, if you're sitting downstairs, nah, it feels like it's a heat box upstairs and it's, a, it's an igloo downstairs. My next house, I promise, it's on everything. It's gonna be a farmhouse, one level with just like a lot of little cool shit on one level. I cannot. First of all, too, thinking about like our parents, my parent, um, she's getting older. I, when she comes to visit, and she comes quite often before COVID, I don't want her walking up and down the steps trying to get upstairs, downstairs, chasing Blake. I need a farmhouse. You know what I'm saying? I need some one level, easy breezy, I do want a ranch. Right on my bed. That's what it's called. I'm going to say, I don't want a farmhouse. I want a Where's ranch. the farmhouse then? I don't know, but farmhouse is just very, it just, it, it makes me think of like the decor and it's very not mm, much okay. what I want. I want a modern ranch. I want a very modern, aesthetically. So that's one level, right? Ranch. Yeah, a ranch is one. Is a man, one I want level a house. single level, tight ass crib. I used to want to live in the loft, man. Like shit, down condo downtown, like open panel ceilings where you can see the piping and um, bricks and everything. But then I got older. Now, like, man, but I still kind of want that because you don't have to mow a yard. Like I know people my age. I man, I can't wait to get a crib. As soon as I get a house. I'm going to mow some grass, man. Bullshit. I'm paying somebody to mow this damn grass. Get your ass out here and mow the grass. Well, it really doesn't matter because I often say we've been in our house four years. You've never mowed the grass. And I thought about it, right? So I did four times. Um, I paid $35, right, to get my grass mowed. I probably get my gra- I grass mowed twice a month in the summer months. So it starts in March and it goes into September. Yeah. How many times is that? This year went into October a little bit because it was still hot. But it did. Yes, that's did. that's the time that we get get the grass cut. But I I mean, condo life baby. that that high rise life is is for single life. I now, think. man, I'm gonna tell you right now, now, having the money and access that I had now. Um, if I had it back then, I'd have had you on a condo and it bent over on the balcony, tagging that thing. Stop. it. You feel me? <laughs> Big old facts. Disgusting. Big old facts. I'm keeping it real right now. Anyways, um, the last week also made me realize how grateful we are. Social media is like very powerful. Like it's just very powerful. Like just seeing all the stories. What you mean? Talk to me. Um, Tell me. Powerful in a, in a good way and a negative way, but mm-hmm. you know we were able to literally see all the things that were going on in all the other places yeah, man, in the world, uh, and I just like pause. my heart just kept breaking for Texas. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And I was just like, my God, like I like Granny, our house was cold, but we had heat. Like if we if we get too cold, we just come upstairs and we sit upstairs all day. Mm-hmm. Um, there were a lot of people who lost everything, and so right, I just right. felt like just looking at it. And you just feel so helpless. It's like, what what can I do to help? How, how can I help y'all? Um, so, 
Yeah, man. I, I prayers up. We're in a new week. <laughs> prayers up for Texas. Like all the homies out there. I'm glad y'all were safe. I'm um, glad nothing happened to you all. But if something did happen to somebody that you all know, your loved ones, your friends, whatever, um, man, we praying for them. Like that was horrible what happened. Even in Mississippi, um, where I'm from, the best state on earth, my parents lost power. Um, so you know you got to just be careful about that. So like, wherever you were, at, if you were affected by the snowstorm, man, listen, prayers up to y'all and shit, man. We just gonna keep it, pr- keep praying for you for real. And it's crazy that all of these shady systems are just being constantly exposed. All these people that was on this um, boil water. Advisory. What you mean? You know, Memphis was on a boil water. They 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 were supposed to be boiling. I think they still are. Like Dominique doesn't have water right now. Oh damn. You gotta boil water? Just to get water? So where are you going to get it clean from? Clean water. Okay. Well they, you yeah, to to make it clean. You okay, gotta boil okay. It. Yeah. Yeah, so Memphis is going through that right now. I didn't want to sound insensitive either, but I asked India like if you if I was if I were in Texas, why wouldn't we just have left Texas? But I thought about it. Some people don't have cars, they don't have a means to the end. Some people have to work. So Well, and man, that's why I'm you always think y'all. about like when natural disasters hit, it's never the I mean, rarely is it the rich people that it affects. Nah, it's always out. the Like know, Ted Cruz the on the cruise. Poor, the Look, poor now. communities, it's always the black and brown communities. The cities are built in a way that it purposely yeah, affects. Yeah. Black and brown communities. Because I was reading something online last week. This may have been on Twitter. But anyways, this guy, um, he was talking about Texas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Houston. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about how Houston always floods. Yeah. Um, But the areas that Houston floods is black and brown communities. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, they, they, but they put, they built those neighborhoods there. They Black and brown communities are their neighborhoods. They're intentional. They're built on like a flood line and stuff like that, right? On. Yeah. So. I got you. I'm hanging tight. I'm with you in a real way. But yeah, so like I said, man, we don't want to just keep beating the dead horse. But if you are out there, man, if you need some help and if we can help you anyway, I got $5 for the cash app. Get you some water or something. Like I ain't being from for real. I help y'all out. Cash app. Don't send me no request though. I'm probably going to deny it. If I know you, I'm your guy. There it is. So, Andy, I want to go ahead and get right into it because I don't want to be here all night long because it's a little bit late on the late side of the game. And I got stuff to do. So, let's go ahead and get right into it right now. Here we go. During the week, we got deep. Chill. Let's talk on the podcast. Yes, sir. So, this week... Chill, let's talk on the podcast. We're going to get right into it, man. I know y'all been on social media. I know y'all seen the vibes. We didn't talk about it last week because we forgot. But we're talking about it this week. Let's get right into what Boosie said about <laughs> Queen Laurie Harvey. The most crazy shit that I ever heard in my life. Boosie, oh, my man. My man. I, I, I love Boosie. I'm, not, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Music, I'm, I am a big fan. Now, on social media, every time he opens his mouth, I get a little bit nervous. I start to cringe. 
My guy literally said that he wouldn't want his son talking to Laurie Harvey. Or if Laurie Harvey was like his daughter, he wouldn't, you know, he wouldn't like that, like what she's doing. Cause she's out here, quote unquote, sleeping around, man. And I thought about this, like, man, this she dating a lot of people, being young, being fly, being rich, being fine as a mother, don't mean she having sex with them, dog. So I thought about like what's his insecurity? Oh, it's right? just the fact that so many women are even willing to lay down with him and sleep with him I just cannot <laughs> like he is such an idiot like he's such an idiot and I just don't even know I don't even want to waste my breath talking about him but if we're going we to talk about Lori Harvey, Harvey um, she's doing what people her age do they're, they're dating she's dating she's having a good time she's enjoying people kicking it we don't know if she's having sex with these guys that she's dating or not. Right on. Because it's not our business. The thing about it's it is. It's not our business. So, while Boosie always got to make stuff his business, it's beyond me. My boy got an opinion about everything. 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 He got an opinion. But this Man, the his same, opinion be so far-fetched, too, though. That's the crazy part. It's the same raggedy nigga that paid. Everybody likes Zoom. Zoom. A stripper. Zoom. zoom. To come and suck his son off. Oh, so come on now. I don't want to hear it. Like he's so sexist and he's so disgusting, and I just don't even understand. Like he's disgusting. Like it's okay for you to do that for your for your, for your son. Right on. It's okay for you to find people for your for your sons to have sex with. You want your sons to have sex with all the women in the world because they're men. But the minute Lori Harvey or any other woman for that matter yep. steps out and decides to date and explore and if she wants to have sex with all these men, if she's safe about it, that's all that it's matters. A, hey, listen, it's her bitch. It's like what on tap the Brown say. It's her bitch. You know what I mean? Like, people don't know how to mind their business. I don't understand why everybody has to have an opinion about Things that on, don't man. concern them. It, you know, it's you know, nobody's business. The kicker is, too, my guy Boosie said, um, buddy asked Boosie, would you date Lori Harvey? And Boosie was like, nah, bro. Like, I wouldn't even date her. She's the, the type, issue she... is that, I'm sorry, because you done brought this up. You know, this, these <laughs> type of men. Because these men, type of men. Even, go ahead. These type go of ahead. men just really irritate me so bad. That's not even a question on whether or not he would date Lori Harvey. Yeah, that's The issue is that yeah. Lori Harvey would not date him. Yeah, Boosie looks on a lot of levels like Flavor Flav. He looks on a lot of levels like Cockroach that is swole. <gasps> looks on a lot of levels like a lot of different things. But I say all that to say but he is he is on the on the flavor flavor side of the game. Yeah, and nephew. so he, he gonna say some uh I just uh, I was just disgusted by the whole interview. How dare you fix your lips to say anything? That's not your business. I'm gonna tell you straight up. We, we, we kind of doing it right now. We talking about something in our business, but we still gonna carry on and maintain. Now I'm gonna tell you straight up. The question is, will Lori Harvey ever think about dating Little Bosey? And the answer is absolutely. Not. I, I can't see it. I'm gonna say um, I would imagine not, but <laughs> <laughs> I can't see. Don't you say what I think you're about to say? Go ahead, say it. Say it. He's a good looking guy. Nothing wrong with Future. If you try, you about to try to say Future. <laughs> He's Man, not. I tell you what. He is not. But future. I mean, he, he does date nice looking women. Bro, bro, has been um, with two of the best looking people ever. Besides you, of course. 
Besides you, you, be, you know, he had a baby with Sierra, and right, um, Sierra. he dated Joy. Oh, and that, so there it is. Don't, don't don't do the most. Why don't don't do the most? Everybody love Joy. Everybody don't know Joy. You Everybody crazy know as Sierra hell. though. Anyways. I don't see it with uh, Boosie, though. Nah, me either. So I'm saying all that to say that my guy is out here policing a woman's body. And he said that her body type, body count was too high. And we talked about this before, right? We talked about how many is too many and should you know your significant other's body count. No. I'm about to revisit the situation again. How you feel about it now? No. You shouldn't know? No. Now, let me tell you why I kind of agree and disagree with that, right? Why do you need to know the woman's body I'm count? I'm about to tell you. If I can talk, I'm about to tell you right now. I'm about to let you know. The reason why is because you really want to know what the guy's really trying to get to is, have you ever slept with anybody that I know? I don't want to be in the same vicinity as that person. And then your name comes up and then they're looking at me like, hey, bro, you smash your girl. Okay, so boom. I just need to know. And so we're Just boosting. ask that question. Just ask that question. Don't ask how many people have I had sex with. Rephrase the question and ask, are there anybody, is is there anybody that you've slept with that I know? Okay, I like that. I like that. But at the same time, then you might say, all right, for you. Is there anybody that you you slept with that I know? No. So then I'll be like, all right, well, damn, just say yeah, please. Yeah. Kicks and goes. And how many? Say like three. Say it. Why would anybody ask that question? It's such a dumb question. <laughs> but see, that's what Don't I'm saying. Don't nobody need to be like, asking that question. When we, when we get that deep, all of a sudden, like she she didn't even she didn't even do it for real. But her willing unwillingness to say three just went ahead and because showed me everything. They but it's, because it's irrelevant. What, what does you mean? it do Why for you? That? What does it do for you? It's literally like. But it's it's a man's ego at that point. It ain't it's my ego. Yes, it is. It's literally oh, all about ego. It ain't no ego. Especially if you slept with the guy forever ago. Why do you need to revisit it? Why do you need to bring it up just so that I can protect your ego so that you can know how many people I slept with? It's none of your business. Also, men lie about how many people they sleep with all the time. So women better lie too. So whatever so number a girl tell that, you, multiply by four. So if you know. Yeah. That either way, we lying together. We both lying. Why are we asking the question? We lying and lying together. Get it? Double entendre. Don't even There's ask There's no point. Like, if, if, if you, at first of all, you shouldn't be asking the question to begin with. But you, Second you, you of can all, inquire. Nothing wrong with inquiring. But you shouldn't be because it's not your business. It's my business. It's not your business. But all right, so check it out, right? So when you get married, are you getting ready to get married? Do I need to know your credit score? That does not, that is literally not the same thing. I need That's to know literally how you spend, not the same watch thing. Watch this though. I need to know how you spend money, right? Men before should, we get married. Men so, should not be asking women how many people they ask, slept with. Because don't make it women, a man versus women woman aren't thing. asking you can ask, men how many women they slept with. Well, no, yes, they are. Yes, they are. Oh, but, so like you said, are not but like I said, they're probably lying about it. Regardless, Neither of us should be asking the question. I don't care. If I'm in a relationship with you mm-hmm. now, I don't care how many people you slept with before me, especially as we get older. Now Shit, this. if I'm 30, we just started dating. Yeah. What's your average man that you sleeping with a year? One, maybe two. 
Now I'm 30 and I got to tell you that I slept with one or two niggas every year since I was 18? So no. Let's, 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 do whole, <laughs> let's do whole facts math real like, fast. From, I'm, I'm, I'm going to make it easier. From 20 to 30, you slept with two guys a year and you were in two serious relationships every year, every year up until that point. How many peens is that? So now that's I got to tell you that I slept with 20 men. 20, at least 20. That's what I'm saying. And that's okay. Within those 20, and it's okay. Like, as long as that damn vagina ain't blue back and it still got the wall lining in it, I'm okay with that. And also... <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't, if your vagina got the wall lining in it, it does matter. I don't okay, want no vagina so blue back. Okay, it out and then let me know. <laughs> so then, look, then, so now I'm going to be 21. Then what if you got... So, the vagina is a little loose. I would yeah, rather not tread those waters back. anymore. Your vagina don't have tread inside of it. That's what I'm trying to say. No tread. No head. So, no. No. But I do feel like within that 20, if I come to you and you say, listen, man, I slept with, give or take, five to ten guys. I'm like, all right, cool. But I got to ask you this straight up. Within those five to ten guys that you potentially slept with, right, do you remember or can you think about anybody that I would know personally that I would be around? That's all I would want to know. All the rest of that stuff, I'm, I'm with you. All the rest of that stuff, man, I don't care, man. Listen, as long as that thing feel good to me and you putting it on me the right way, I'm cool. However, if we go somewhere and you have slept with one of the homies, I have to know because what's going to happen unintentionally is they might say, oh, bro, man, like, now you ain't know that. Okay, you ain't so know this, that the partner been with that thing nah, already? Because sometimes you meet somebody and... Off top, you only probably know their best friends. You don't know everybody that they're acquainted with unless, you know, an acquaintance type of situation comes up. All right. For instance, all right. Uh, I was watching an episode of Girlfriends. Oh, my God. And uh, Joan was dating this guy. Okay. Come on, Joan. And turns out. What's up? Um, They went out and there was a guy. Mm-hmm. That she found out was his friend that she used to sleep with. Exactly. But so she didn't a- know they were friends at first. She didn't know they were friends at first. But when he told her where they were going and yeah. who they were going to be with, she was like, oh, I have to tell you something. I slept with him. And that's all we want to know. Okay, but I'm yeah. saying to ask the big loaded question on the front end of the relationship, how many people have you had sex it's with? Like, and who you, like I don't want to hey, why I want to take a trip down memory lane to all the people <laughs> I don't slept with. No, hey. I don't want to do that. Hey, and I'm so, not going to do it. But listen, it's like a car, right? That's why they call it the whole fact. Like a car fact, you got the whole fact. So I get it. As long as I don't know the previous owner of the vehicle and how they and I know how they mistreated the vehicle, then I'm fine. Not calling the woman a vehicle, but I'm saying that's kind of the comparison. As long if, if I know you've been with this guy and I know he has the potential to be just slutting you out, like putting drips and drops on your forehead, like just shooting off on you. I don't want to know that. And that's what I'm saying. It's all that's all about male ego. No, it's literally no, all about no, male no. ego. You don't need to know what happened between. Oh, I don't want to know exactly. That's what I'm so saying. the question shouldn't be asked. Like you literally keep proving my point here. The question just shouldn't be asked. If you don't ask and you don't give me room to tell you all the men that I've slept with, yeah, you yeah. have nothing to imagine. You're right, but let me ask you this: Is it? A double standard, right? Can a guy say I've slept with your acquaintance and then you still be okay with continuing to date him? Probably not. 
You wouldn't be okay to continue to date me? All right, check it out. If you and I had already been dating for at least, I'm going to say, four months, then all of a sudden, the conversation comes up, like the Jones situation. We go to a club, and I'm like, oh, damn, I didn't know we were going to Whoop to Whoop Club. Oh, girl, she's a bartender at this club, and I know y'all are kind of tight. Um, Man, me and her used to fuck off. You know what I'm saying? I used to beat the brakes off that person. Why do you have to take everything so far? Okay, I'm not going to say all that, but I will say... No, you're say, not going to say all of that. <laughs> I will say, hey, I'm going to keep it real with you. Me and her used to talk. And then you'll say what? Mm, talk as far as what? Like, you how know, far did y'all used to talk? We dibbled and dabbled. We did a thing or two. Nothing serious. You know, we just... Shit got lonely. Shit got hectic. I went over to the house. It home depends on house. how cl- close the acquaintance is. Shit. What if it was somebody like, uh, goodness gracious, I don't want to say nobody's name and get in trouble. But what if it was somebody that you know, you knew, or what? I don't know. I don't want to say anybody's name, but an acquaintance. I think it's a case by case scenario. Uh, it depends on the, the acquaintance. Movie. It's not moving. It depends on the acquaintance. Okay. Uh, yeah, I and it's it, it's not I'm, I'm not saying that you can't make that choice either it's like hey same, reverse the situation I slept with that guy you can choose to not talk to me got a good point it's your choice now you got a good point I just wanted to put it out there like I said Boosie was talking about it and we had to discuss it because we didn't get to it last week now we'll tell you this though when Michael B. Jordan did buy that Aquarius oh, big bank you know, that big money right there. My boy rented out of the aquarium. Big bank take a little bank. He he laid out all the cards. And listen, yeah, <laughs> I'm telling you right now, my boy got a long way up. Now, something else that happened on social media that we got to talk about. And this is good, too. B. Simone coming. See those? Mm, yes, I did all see right. that. All right. Now, I am in. Thorough agreeance with B. Simone. She gave a list and said, hey, ladies, we always come in with these lists of requirements for guys. We want this. We want that. We want that. We want this. Now, when you put out those requirements, put yourself right beside them and ask, what are you bringing to the table? I said, girl, she preaching. Give it up. I said, well, B. Simone on fire today. That shit was amazing. So, in. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm about to get to. Do you think she's right? I do. And don't just say, yeah, I do. I know you about to say that. I mean, I do. I, oh, shit, you're not giving me time to respond. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. I do agree with what she said. I was going to talk about the comments and all of the people that were disagreeing with what she was saying. I'm about to get to that. So, I was some people a little, little upset. But. And once again, they I was gonna say they were coming. They were basically saying like, "You've been in a relationship for two seconds. How you gonna give us advice?" But I think matter. that's kind of how it goes when it comes to giving advice. It's like I experience it. I do it right. I'm gonna give you the gems so that you can try to do it right. It don't even matter how long I've been in a relationship. I know the vibes now. I once was lost, but now I'm found. I know what I need to say now. At one point, I had a hell of a list, big old list. But then shit, I started looking at myself like, man. 
I don't even need this. This don't the person that, the person that fulfills all these requirements. They don't want me. They don't want a vessel like me. I got to better myself. So when we get together, he can be my better or she can be my better whole. We don't want to have. We want a whole woman. You know what I mean? So when my woman comes into my life, instead of me slowing down for her to jump on board, now we in lockstep. We side by side, killing shit. Yeah, and I mean you should be your equal. It's one thing to. I'm trying to see, like, it's one thing to try to manifest certain circumstances. Like, say, for instance, you always have a dream of being a stay-at-home wife. To manifest something like that, that's mm. fine. Um, but there are still things that you have to bring to the table within on, that. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't think that she was wrong at all. You know, it, I, if anything, I feel like it's a good starting point. Like it's it's a good it's a good baseline. Yeah. You know, at the very at the very bare minimum, you need to be matching the effort of the guy that hey, you're dream, yeah, that you're man, praying on, for. Yeah. So no, I don't I don't think there was there. anything wrong with what she said because it, I mean it's true, and a lot of people do make lists, but mm. you don't think about. The other side to the list is like is the guy that you're the guy is the guy that you're dreaming for wanting someone like you. Ooh, Grace. Oh, you preaching tonight? Are you on fire? So, you on, look, you in your bag tonight? Golly, I thought you were gonna be terrible. You're in the bag. Come on, man. Come on out. <laughs> Keep going. I'm gonna give you away. <laughs> Take me back to the streets. A lot of da da da. Back to the streets. Um, I'm out here, baby. But yeah, the I just think that a lot of times when we're re, when we're wishing for these guys, mm. we lose sight of what we're supposed to be bringing to the table. A lot of times, what we're bringing to the table is the last thing we're thinking about because we're so busy wishing for the guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I do think it's important to focus on yourself first. Get get all of that in alignment. If you want a guy that is financially literate, stable, all that, bringing in big banks, no whammies. Now, granted, I do think that there are you know situations where you can build off of each other. Okay. Um, and, and grow together, and grow right? Together, all right, all right. And you know, one person may be a lot better in some areas than you are, and that that is completely normal. But still, when you um, get together, what you do is you make a whole person at that point. You make each other better. Yeah, but I, I'm, but I'm saying as long as you're putting in the effort, okay. like put trying, <laughs> you know, yeah. just just not doing anything, but wishing for the prince. Or you know, wish for this this king man, king like man, and you not doing, king and you not doing queen like activities. You ain't doing queen <laughs> shittling, just hanging out. Then another thing too about all that, man. When, when women make these lists and all these red flags, what we never talk about are green flags, and what we never talk about either. 
is the women is the woman the red flag? Like, could you be the red flag in the entire relationship? Like, especially when you're dating. Like, is it you? Are you the person that is stopping progress from happening here? So you always gotta ask yourself that, man. Like, you want all this? You got this hell of a list. Nice, ideal man build up. Hey, I'm gonna take a little bit of B love from this, a little bit of B love from that, a little bit of B love, and I'm gonna put it together, and make a power B love. Now, with all that being said. Know you want a power. But all that being said, at the same time, you gotta ask yourself. Now I I made this incredible list and I found this incredible. What if it, what if somebody meets all your requirements on that list? And then you get into the relationship and guess what? She still don't work. But, you some, ask but yourself, sometimes, but sometimes are you the problem? No, sometimes what you're wishing for is not necessarily what you need. And that's why sometimes God gives us people who completely blow our mind mm-hmm. because God knows what we need. Sometimes it's like we're wishing for this type of thing. And, th- and that's not even just like romantic relationships. That's everything. Like, say, for instance, you're wishing for a job and, you know, Jesus, you're, you're wishing so for jobs. you're wishing for a certain type of career <laughs> or you're wishing for a certain instance or circumstance. And it doesn't you, you've written it out. But it don't show up in the way that you thought it would. And it's because that just what what you thought you wanted is just not what you needed. Mm. Um, and so I think that definitely happens in relationships too. You know, I think it's important to still write down the type of man that you want because that does give you a baseline. You think writing down? But, or can you just like think about it? Do you have to I physically write, write down it down? Everything. I write down everything. I have journal. <laughs> I wish. I wish that I was into journaling before I met you. You would have wrote me down. You just put Baird on there. And God would have said, boop, there he is. Holy Bible. That's not what Here I would have written. He is. Girl, you crazy. That's as hell. definitely not what I would have written. Crazy. Um, but yeah, part part of manifesting stuff is writing it down. See, I didn't know that. Speaking of writing I literally down. I write stuff down. I go back and look at old journals and be like, damn, this shit happened for me. Man, let's talk about something real fast. I'm finna do a sharp left turn. Speaking of journals, can we talk about this? It was good. I think it was a great idea. I don't care. The other day, Indy and I had an argument, and I really forgot what... No, I didn't. I, I remember. We had an argument about something where I was on the phone with talking to my family. Things got a little heated between us. She yelled. I didn't like it. I got off the phone. I yelled back at her in front of Blake. I didn't like... I yelled in front of Blake back at her, and then we just didn't talk to each other for the rest of the night. And I thought, like, damn, like, man, we just got into a whole big argument. I never want to argue in front of Blake again. Like, that was, I think that was probably like the first or second time we ever, like, gotten into an argument. When I say argument, it was like a real quick back and forth. It wasn't like, I hate you, bitch. I hate you too, nigga. Get the fuck out of here. It wasn't like that. It was just like a real quick. None of our arguments are like that. I know, but I just had to put it out there to let everybody know. It wasn't like that. You feel me? It was a real quick back and forth. We had a little quick exchange, right? Then we didn't talk to each other for the rest of the night. So, boom, boom. I wake up 5.30 a.m. every morning. I go down to the kitchen. Now, on the island, there's a white notebook journal-type vessel there. And it says, hey, Barrett, open this up. Read it with an open mind. Because she, she, she knows me. I was going to look at that and just say, bloop, push it on to the side and continue to go on with my morning. But I opened it up and I read it with an open mind. It was Indy explaining the whole situation, how we went down, what she thought 
we both could have done better and both like an apology at the end, right? So I was still kind of upset in my feelings, but I still wrote her back because she said, what I want you to do is after you read what I have written, then I want you to take this journal and also write how you feel and then put it back in a certain area in the house. I forgot to put it back. I'm about to say that. I'm about to say that. I forgot to put it back where I was supposed to put it back, but she still read it. Now, at any rate, I thought that was a brilliant idea to get us to communicate without having to, one, cut each other off, and then for two, like, listen and be thoughtful about what we're actually writing. When you write stuff, man, it gives you time to think, even when you type, too. That's why a while ago I said you can argue by email and it may help your train of thought better. Sometimes when you write things or when you type things, you will see it. Then you have second thoughts like, man, I could have said that better or I could have said this with more compassion. Um, So I do believe that that was a hell of an idea. So India, I can't take credit for it. I got to give so it up to you one time. I can't take credit for it completely. So I was talking to a friend. I was talking to a friend and she said that she and her fiance at the time were in premarital counseling. They married now? They're married now. Ooh, shout out. Um, they were in premarital counseling and their therapist suggested the journal. And she said that it like actually really helps them because well, sometimes like her her now husband will just write sweet notes to her throughout the day. I'm going to start doing that. Um, and then other times, like, he'll write real issues. And mm. she does the same thing, too. And it just helps them to not argue and fight. Um, and also, well, so for one, I thought that was a really great idea. And I was like, oh, I think I'm going to try that one day. And I hadn't even bought the journal. Um. The night we had our argument, I actually left and went to Walmart. Yeah. Bought the journal. I don't, I don't like when she does that. She will leave in the dead of night. And listen, I'm not mansplaining. I'm not a male chauvinist. But at the same time, I want to look out for my family. This nut will leave in the wee hour. Y'all heard all the stories. She went to a gun shop before, didn't answer her phone. I didn't know where she was. Out just frolicking. Go ahead. Did you text me and ask me what's okay? When you went out to Walmart the other night? Yeah. No, I was asleep. You went out late, late. I didn't know where you were. I was so upset. No, you didn't even ask me. Like, I you didn't upset. check on me. Like, you didn't say, are you okay? You weren't even asleep. That's a lie. You were in here watching TV. You didn't even think to check on me, ask me, okay. You know why? Because you got ego problem. No, I'm just mad. Ain't ego. Just, that is bro. ego. That just... is ego. If you know that you get super worried when I leave the house like that, yeah, if yeah. you did not check on me to ask me where I'm going or where I'm yeah, like yeah. nothing, that's your ego. I thought you, went you for being a drive. mad. I your just thought ego. you went for a drive to blow went, off some steam. You thought I went for a drive at nine o'clock at night. I'm a little teapot. Nine o'clock at night. It was your I ego. Mean, your I ego. Really just know. say this. Say my I, my pride. <laughs> Was stopping me, me from reaching out to you. My pride was stopping me from reaching out to you. It was. Okay. All right. So, anyways, I did. I spent like an hour in Walmart because I wanted the perfect journal. Crazy. And Crazy. <laughs> it, I bought a white journal because I felt like... Think white is right? No. I oh. just took it as like, a, like white is generally like a pure color. Why can't, so it, why can't, why can't black be like, pure? 
I'm just saying. Because I felt at the time that we needed to bring light and positivity into our marriage. And black, black doesn't make me think of that. Go ahead. I'm sorry. You got it, Coin. And then I also <laughs> uh, cleansed the journal and prayed over it before I wrote in it. So that's, that's probably why I went over so well. <laughs> No, it was just a good idea. I thought the idea, so, and, and and I'm all about idea and effort. I'm all about, like, once you have an idea, execute an idea, and then you put the effort into executing. I'm all about that, so. Well, um, I, I feel like when I'm, whenever we're having those type of arguments or, you know, those, those big, serious type of arguments. Blow-ups. There are always things that I forget to say. Yeah, I feel yeah. like I never fully get it all off my chest. Mm-hmm. And when I got the journal, I thought that my explanation for that night was going to be very quick. Man, and my it girl wasn't. Wrote five it was pages. very long um, because there were layers to my frustration, and I had to explain every single layer. Um, you did too, down to the T and the I. But yeah. was it not helpful? No, I, I listen. That's why I said I like the idea. It was helpful for me because it gave me a better understanding about where she was coming from without me having to give a rebuttal. Right? It was a time for me to actually sit down and read and comprehend. Man, you know, like the ACT, right? You didn't take the ACT for nothing. You took the ACT, the English version, when you took the little test, and you had to read with comprehend. If you have taken the GMAT, well, by the way, it's a hard-ass exam. You read for comprehension. So I'm reading it, and I'm like, all right, let me sit down with these thoughts that India has written down and fully just take them in. Like, not, don't look, look at them with an open mind. Don't be so upset when I see some things or a sentence or something that may bother me. But read it with the purpose of her knowing that she's trying to be better or knowing that she wants us to be better. Listen, she didn't have to go to Walmart. She could have stayed ass at home. We got plenty of white paper down here, plenty of it. She could have went to the email, typed me out something. But she took the time, effort, go to Walmart, do a seance over the, over the journal. And bring this shit back. But what I would like to do, the reason why I didn't write it on just like some random piece of paper is because I feel like there's no, no. And the crystal, and the cards, and the zoology, and the zodiac. I said zoology. I meant to say astrology. Go ahead. That's why you having a hard time making decisions. Come on, man. I'm going to talk about that. Right now. I'm going to talk about that, I think. Yeah. I'm having it. I'm in the pickle, you guys. Anyways. I'm in the pickle. Shit, you done made me lose my train of thought. Like, I did. I quit. Find a crystal and rub Shit, it and get I your quit. thoughts back. I quit. No, because you keep <laughs> talking over me. I'm t- sick of you. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I'm sick of you tonight. Next I time, am. Next time, write it down and send me a carrier pigeon. Right? Oh, no. So, the reason why I got the journal is because I feel like. Sometimes you just wish you had the handbook to marriage. Like, you just wish you had the handbook to relationships. You just knew how to do it. And we're all learning how to do relationship on a day-by-day basis. Nobody gets it right. Um, Everybody makes mistakes. Um, And so I look at the journal as a handbook, sort of, right? A handbook of lessons, experiences, arguments, uh, love, 
that I want to keep. Yeah. So I want to fill out the journal. I want to keep it. And I want to give it to Blake. Um, whenever he gets engaged one day, I want to save it to whenever he gets engaged. And I want to mm-hmm. gift it to him. Mm-hmm. Even on his, like, maybe maybe it's his wedding night. You know, if he chooses to get married, or maybe on his wedding night, I give it to him. And be like, these are the things that you, that your dad and I went through. Maybe it can help you and your wife. Because you will go through things. And leave it at that. I don't want to have to always hide everything. Because sometimes I wish that, I mean, I probably could. But I just wish that it was easier to go to my parents and be like, what I don't were even the know things my parents you... met. Do you know how your parents met? Yeah, the party. Same, same, same way we met. Pretty much. <laughs> no. Solid. Yeah. Um, go ahead. I'm sorry. But I just think it would be dope to be able to hand over those experiences. No, I think it's a good idea. And even like with my personal journals, yeah. just me, like the experiences that I go through as a woman, if we ever have a daughter one day, I would like to give like a certain one to her. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So Not the I intimacy just wish journal, that huh? I had letters or, you know, something tangible that I could read of my parents or even like my grandparents' past experiences. Yeah. But the good thing about the podcast is that you can go back and Blake, when he gets old enough, he can go back and listen to some of these episodes and hear the tension in our throat. Throw baby. He can hear and listen to what we're saying, how to work things out. You two may not be here then. What you talking about? Got podcast? What you mean? It's audio. I mean, yeah, it's, yeah, I guess. What are you talking about? I mean, I guess. Just be talking. My goodness. But I'm anyway, not, but you don't know if that. Like, we don't know if we'll always have these things. Like, I used to, I used to collect tapes. I don't know where they are now. Cause you threw them away. Shit, you they still there. They still can play. You still can listen to them. You just threw them away. So I didn't don't, throw them away. But don't try to like downplay what I want to do with Blake. Okay. Like if you want to give him the audio, give him the audio. But I still think there's something to be said about reading handwritten notes. Okay. Well, that's gonna conclude Chill is talking the podcast for this week. And now we're gonna go into my favorite what I, I always say segment of the podcast. My favorite segment of the podcast. Now unqualified advice from B Love and B Love's relationship. All right, just like that, we're back again, and this week. B-Love's relationship is brought to you by me not making a decision about something going on in my life right now. Boy, it's a tough one, but I'm going to make one. I got to make one soon. It's coming up. Uh, (laughs) Don't look at at the camera like that. Um, Check it out. So, something else happened this week between me and India. The good thing about this podcast is because, uh, not because, the good thing about this podcast is that we get to come over here and kind of revisit situations that happen to us, right? And then come on and talk about it with you all and tell you how we kind of work through things. And this situation, man, it came about, it really didn't have anything to do necessarily with me, but more so with India. So my relationship this week is how to help your significant other through a difficult time. India came to me with something that was on her mind and she was frustrated about. Frustrated to the point of tears. And me being a man, like if I can't 
when I see my wife being dead upset, I'll back up. But when I see my wife dead upset, first thing I want to do is fix the problem, right? Um, instead of listening, I want to go into automatic fix mode. Like, man, how in the hell can I fix the problem? Like, what can I do to make the problem, make the thing go away or whatever's bothering you? Sometimes, most of the time, Indy just wants me to listen. And I, I, I forget a lot of times because I automatically go into coach mode, fix mode, or like super husband mode. I never take the time just to kind of figure out what she wants. And I thought when she told me whatever happened this weekend, I thought I was really trying to do that. But then I took a step back and I looked at it like, nah, maybe I should have just sat back and listened. So first thing is check in on what's going on. That's the first thing I got to tell y'all. Whenever your significant other brings something or has a difficult problem, just kind of listen. Check in on what's going on. Then the second thing is don't minimize it. That should have probably been number one. Don't minimize whatever it is that they have going on. It may be small to you, but it may be big to them. Like India, every time she's getting ready to get a haircut, she's going to go through about 50 different emotions trying to figure out, do I want it short? Do I want a bob? Do I want it long? Do I want extensions? Well, right now see, I want a wig. See so. what I'm saying? I told you to <laughs> holler at the home girl. Carissa gonna get you tight. You supposed to be hollering at the home girl. She was supposed to get you a pink pink wig for February. She didn't pull me through. I gotta hit her up. Then the second thing is, sorry, third thing is, ask how you can help. Don't voluntarily tell your significant other how you can help, but ask them how can you help. Sometimes they may not even know. This one sure the hell didn't. I said, India, what do you want me to do? She said, man, I. I don't know. Like she kept saying, I don't know. And I kept getting frustrated because I'm like, what do you want me to do? Because I can take care of it. I'm your man. I can figure it out. She didn't need that at the time. She just probably wanted me to chill and take it all in and listen. Another one, don't try to steal the spotlight, all right? So whenever y'all are going through something, don't try to take her pain and bring to bring it to you and then make yourself the star. Like, don't you try to incorporate her pain and be the savior and then get all the credit. If you live for the claps, you will die for the blue booze, the blues. If you live for the praise, you will die for the booze. So think of that, all right? Then after the situation, you think it may be solved, you need to engage in some sweet small gestures. I might start writing in the old sticky notes and leaving them on the mirror in the morning. Say, like, girl, I know you fine. You a dime plus 99. A Mac chicken sandwich like Mario. All right. Then the last thing and the definitely not the least, do not let your partner make you the villain. Sometimes I try to help so much that Indy's going to get frustrated with me and I think she takes it out on me or she will take her frustrations out on me. And that's something I got to learn too. Like even though she's upset and I see her getting frustrated, I have to do a better job of moving out of the way so she can have room to be upset. But she got to know where to process that anger. Not with your boy. Because I don't want to hear that damn shit. I ain't doing nothing in the first place. But anyway, that's V-Love's relationship. You like that? No. That went fire? No. You crazy as hell. That's your problem. The like, whole... How you going to get it? No. Well, it was probably like 50% right, 50% wrong. Oh, you a hater. Haters going to hate. Let's go no. into it. What would India do? Let her upgrade you. What would India do? I get you hate it, bro. 
Ho. I'm literally not. Ho. Like, you be giving tips. Did you w- not be abiding w- by it? What would India do? Kick it! Oh, this is the one that I was going to read last week. It is. Go ahead, India. Was I sexually assaulted by my husband? Why do we got to do like serious, deep stuff like this to go Because you not played the whole episode. You need Somebody some serious to stuff it. to balance it out. And it be long as Like hell. you just like to play. Be serious for once. Help somebody. <laughs> and you ain't helping nobody with your jokes right now. Can I just help somebody out with that tip? Come on, man. Let's put the tip in. <sighs> going through a very difficult time in my marriage currently for the last year. Going to therapy for myself the past six months has helped me and has been extremely painful but necessary. I got engaged at a very young age at 18 after three months of dating. He was 25 at the time, Mm. married within one year. Regarding sex, as Christians, we waited until marriage. Well, shit, three months. I mean, (laughs) you ain't wait that long. Um, Regret. This was in 2014, 2015. I am now 25. And have a two-year-old with him. Every time he would initiate sex, it would be by grabbing my hand and making me feel his penis. (laughs) It was definitely his go-to move. It just hit me that every time after I would resist really hard because I didn't like it, I would even verbalize this by literally saying, no, I don't like it, or just no, he wouldn't listen. He would giggle a little or smile and literally grab my hand and use force on my arm and hand to touch him. We have been married going on six years. I am a victim of childhood abuse and molestation. Mm -hmm. He knew this within one month of dating, and he is also a victim, too. Mm. I am in therapy myself. I've been in therapy myself for the past six months, and I just woke up realizing all of this. I think I'm in shock right now. My title wouldn't be... My title... Sorry. Yeah. I like, I'm like, where am I? You need your glasses on. I do need my glasses on. (laughs) I'm just in shock. I'm calling my therapist as soon as it gets to a reasonable hour. As obvious as it was, I just didn't know that I wasn't being respected or listened to. Very actively disrespected and ignored. Um, I think this is so weird. Um, because I, like... People say that you're married and like you're supposed to have sex when your spouse wants to have sex, um, but to use force is wrong. Um, so I do think that this woman has been se- sexually assaulted by her husband. I've told you time and time again that I don't like when you grab my hand and put it on your penis and you keep doing it. Like, yeah, no, ain't where, cool, like where's the disconnect? And obviously, she's probably still healing from being molested as a child. Yeah. And, you know, every time you do that, it probably brings up memories of her childhood. And so the fact that, you know, he can't respect that, it's just almost kind of like, girl, you still young. Shit, leave. And and then the thing about it is, too, neither one of them probably know exactly, like, how to engage in sex with the other one. Oh, I said, I said, girl, you're still young. Let me change that. It doesn't matter how old you are. If yeah. you're uncomfortable and you're, you feel like you're, you've been Ow. sexually assaulted, even if it's by your husband, like, that is the thing. Yes, your husband can sexually assault you. If Indeed. you're not consenting, consenting to the sex in that moment. No means sexual, no. Sexual assault. Um, 
I wouldn't be down for it. No. But I was saying that my man, so neither one of them seem like they are very sexual um, fluent because he was molested and she was molested as well when um when both when they were younger. So he that's when he when he was molested, that may be the way he knows how to initiate sex. Like he may have been taught that from an early age and it's time for them to unlearn those terrible behaviors that they have gotten probably accustomed to doing. Well and it's a pretty big age difference there. Um, cause she was 18 when they met and he was 25. Man, I was 18, I was not thinking about marriage. Absolutely not. No. Um, we know teachers. So I'm just kind of thinking, like, you know, with him being molested before, him forcing your hand on him, and mm-hmm. the age difference. It's just kind of like there's no telling what is going on in his head. My thing is, I wonder have they sat down and had she sat down and talked to him and said, Hey, listen, I don't like that. You know what I'm saying? She if you want I've said no multiple she didn't say times. That. She needs to be more direct. Say, bro, I don't like it. If you want it, I'm willing to give it to you. But warm me up first. Do this, do that. You cannot just grab my hand, put it on your penis, and expect me to just get with you. Like, I ain't and trying to said, do that. She, she said that he's used force to make her do it, even after she said no. Yeah, that's the crazy part. Next time, call, no, it's a call the police on the set. Um, next time, rip it off. Just yank it off. Yank it, get a handful of nuts and twist them. He'll stop then. Uh, yeah, if it if it's if you don't like it and you the force I mean, thing yes, is a little do, much. I was though. gonna yeah, say the force crazy. the force is what definitely makes it sexual assault in my book, um, and I think that's unacceptable. So, and he shouldn't even want it after. Like I shouldn't have to like force my lady. I want that thing to just be there ready for me, marinating like good chicken when I'm ready to get it. I don't need you to be like. I don't need, I don't like, see how that, that even looked crazy, didn't it? Like, you like, that, come on, man. You better than that. Don't be sexually assaulting your woman out here, all right? India, good? I'm good. There it is. Tell the people where they can find you. India.Marie and PinkLittleBirdie.com. There it is. You can find me at BLOVE1911 on all social platforms. Be sure to follow She and I Podcast. Also, leave us a DM or you can leave us an email too. She and I Podcast at gmail.com. Hit us up. We love to hear from you. I had a question that I'm going to get to on the next episode. And let me read it to you. It's a good one. Somebody wrote us. Hold on. I'm going to read it out loud. It's fire too. I couldn't get to it on this one because I don't want to make it too long. But the question, the question, uh, where is it? Something about cheating is good. Where is it? What are the negative lasting effects that cheating has had on your relationship or has it had any? Fire question. We'll get to that next week. But in the meantime, and y'all be good. Y'all be easy out there. It's been real. It's been fun. She, 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 I, 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 I,